And finally, the last thing to remember to become a better master of your money is to simply make sure to keep Christ as the master of your life because it's Him who will give you the wisdom and the courage to master your money. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I want to talk about your money. Did you know that you are the master of your money? The question is, what kind of master are you? You see, money is one of those things in life that you make the decisions about. Just like you are responsible for what comes out of your mouth or and what you say. The Word is very clear about that. It says there is great power in the tongue and it can minister life or death. But money falls into this same category. You may not decide how much you get, but you decide what you do with it. The problem is many of us don't really get this. We get that we are accountable for what we say and for our actions, but many times we just don't believe that we have control over our money. We just think about the rent, the car payment, the kids, the credit cards, the school loans, and we go and we categorize money in this different place. And in this place, there's hopelessness sometimes, and it feels like it's out of our hands. It feels like it's the last thing in the world that we have any control over or that we could ever be the master of. And if you've ever felt that way, like I have, or if you feel that way right now, it's time to change that way of thinking. Because listen, you are the master of your money. You are the only one who can decide to become a good one. So I have three little things for you to remember to help you become a good master of your money. The first thing is to consider all your money, God's money, because it is. We all know the scripture about God owning the cattle on a thousand hills, but the word also says, remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to create wealth. So God isn't just wealthy. He's the source of wealth. And for the record, that scripture doesn't mean that he just gives you the ability to earn a paycheck and to make ends meet. The word wealth means an abundance of resources. So the Lord gives us the ability to create an abundance of wealth. And when we consider all our money God's money, then we will make all of our financial decisions with a kingdom perspective. The second thing to remember is this. We have to have faith to tithe and to give. Giving in obedience was never meant to always be comfortable and easy. 
But when we tithe and we give, we demonstrate to the Lord that we prioritize Him and others above ourselves. That discipline, that trust, exhibits the character of a good master over money. If we do that, then we can stand like the Apostle Paul and we can say, I'm ready for anything through the strength of the Lord who lives in me. And finally, the last thing to remember to become a better master of your money is to simply make sure to keep Christ as the master of your life. Because it's Him who will give you the wisdom and the courage to master your money. The Word says, Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness. And listen to this. It says, All these things will be added to you. You know, you've heard me say before that money can become a monster in your life. But God's purpose for you is that you become a good master of money and not to mischaracterize money as something that you don't have control over because we can become a good master of money and with the Lord's help and with his patience we will no matter what you are going through in Christ you have hope and the promise of a glorious eternal future stay tuned to hear how a time of testing also brings a blessing On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk a minute about how to deal with uncertainty. We have a healthy dose of uncertainty going around in our world today. And I want to talk about the things that we don't understand with trials and trouble that emerge in our life. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people that wonder why things happen the way they do. It bothers me when I don't understand something. For instance, here's a few things that is bothering me right now. Why does a round pizza come in a square box? I don't know. Nobody seems to know. Why... Do people always say they slept like a baby when a baby wakes up like every two hours? Why are mattresses always on sale? 
Why do we always sing, take me out to the ball game, when we're already at the ball game? These things bother me. Why? Well, here's the one we're all asking. Why is it so stinking hot? The weatherman doesn't know. Well, see, the problem with asking why is most of the time we don't get a good answer. And if we do get an answer, we're rarely satisfied with it. So even though I've just been making a lot of things I don't understand, the truth is there are things that happen to us that we don't understand, and it's not funny. It's serious. And we want to know why. And when we don't get any answers, we can get discouraged. We get frustrated. Or we just get angry. But it's important to remember something. As Christians, it's okay to have those emotions, but we don't have to give in to them. Now, the first thing that we have to do when we're going through a trial and we don't know why is to remember that it's bound to happen to all of us. Believe it or not, that's the way it's supposed to be. Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, Trouble makes us one with every human being in the world. We all have trouble in common. We can't escape it. Sinner or saint, the trials will come. But as Christians, we can't let them defeat us. We can't let it take us off course. I like what Joyce Meyer says. She says, you can be pitiful or you can be powerful. But you can't be both. Because of Christ, we can make a choice to live in the peace and power that Christ affords us through our faith in Him in every situation. Now, the next thing is that every Christian is to have an understanding and an attitude about the trials that they encounter. And the understanding is this. Listen. This is the understanding. We don't have to understand it. We just have to know that the Lord always has our best interest in mind. Our trials are many times a test of our faith. To see if the trial unravels us or makes us stronger. To see if we call on Him and rely on Him to get us through it. Or even intervene on our behalf to work it out. The Word tells us we're going to be tested. Paul said the testing of our faith develops perseverance. And perseverance, our stamina, is something God knows we have to have to fight the good fight. God wants to make us into warriors for Christ. And He uses trials and trouble in our life to do it. He conditions us to prepare us Remember that old saying, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. You know, the Word gives us so many great stories of real people who had real problems. And you can't talk about problems 
without talking about Job. Life was good with Job. Business was great. Large family. He lost it all. Children died. His wealth disappeared. His health failed. His own wife tells him to curse God and die. His heartbreak was real. There was no earthly sign of any hope at all. But do you know what Job said? Though he slay me, though he kills me, yet will I trust him. Job saw the big picture. He didn't know why calamity fell on him. He didn't understand why he had to lose so much. He didn't get any answers. He just made a decision to trust God. And you know the story. Job was restored to life and health and wealth, family. But make no mistake, Job remembered well his time of despair. In Job's life, there was a testing. And then there was a blessing. There may be things in your life today that you don't understand. You feel like what's happening to you isn't fair. And it makes you feel hopeless and discouraged. Well, I know it's tough, but I have some good news for you. This is the very time when God wants to find the Job that's in you. This is the time when you have to trust God. It's our destiny, all of us, to be tested in most areas of our life, spiritually, physically, relationships, and our finances. And we don't have to enjoy the testing, but we have to trust God that they are valuable to us nonetheless. The Apostle Paul said, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. Paul was saying, we're going to have some trouble. But bring it on, because we're going to make it. We're going to make it through Jesus Christ. You see, in our life, knowing why something happened is not nearly as important as knowing who to turn to when it happens. No matter what comes, through Christ we have hope and the promise of a glorious, eternal future. And like Job, there will be a testing. But true to his promise, there will also be a blessing for you. Are you in the middle of a crisis or storm right now? Up next, learn three things to help you weather the storm. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. 
an amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Basically, a word of encouragement to some of you, and perhaps many of you, who are dealing with a crisis in your life right now. And if you are one of those that is in the middle of a storm in your life right now, I want you to know that you're in the right place to find answers and to find a peace about your situation. And of course, I don't know what it is. But if there's anything I do know, is that the Word of God has its very own crisis, crisis management policy that we can follow. And it's just like when a golfer uh, finds his game falling apart. Now, I would have to have a game before it would fall apart. He's taught to go back to the basic fundamentals of how to swing a golf club in order to get back on track. Then we as Christians also need to hold on to a few important things for us to make it through a crisis. And the first thing to remember in a crisis is you have to know that God is with you. Over and over in the Bible it tells us that wherever we are, God is right there. We're not alone. It may seem like it right now. But we never go through anything by ourselves. The Word says, never will I forsake you. Never will I leave you. He's with you. And you have to hold on to that promise and hold on to it during a crisis. And the second thing to remember in a crisis is that God has a specific purpose and a plan for your life. And the storm that you're going through is just a temporary setback toward fulfilling your purpose and His plan. And you're probably not going to understand it while you're going through the storm. You know, when the Apostle Paul ended up a prisoner on a ship that encountered a, a terrible storm that went on for weeks, everybody on the ship had given up but Paul. And so how could it... How could it be that Paul could remain so calm and consistent and confident that they would survive? Well, he could because God had told Paul before that his mission was to go to Rome. And Paul wasn't at Rome yet. You see, external forces may interrupt our life, but nothing can change God's plan for us except our acts of disobedience. The Word says, For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. The third thing that we hold on to in a crisis is simply God's promises. You see, God keeps His promises. And He promises to see us through our storms. And oh, your storm may cause some pain. In Paul's case, 
they had to throw everything they owned overboard and they swam to safety but as God promised they made it God promised Paul and he's promised you will make it too the word says though I walk in the midst of trouble you preserve my life you know I may have told you this story before sometime but they say that eagles can sense a storm before it really breaks and they will go up to a high place and they will wait until the high winds come and then they will fly right into the force of the storm and let the winds lift them up higher and higher until they are above the storm and the air is calm and they can glide for as far as the eye can see you see you can't let your crisis pull you into a depression or a feeling of hopelessness, to, hopelessness today because you can't let despair have the victory that's meant for your faith let me say that again you can't let despair have the victory that is meant for your faith your storm will someday be a testimony of God's grace and goodness in your life and your storm will surely pass the word says weeping may remain for a night but joy will come in the morning listen to me you just have to know that God is with you you have to believe he has a plan for you that includes this storm and you have to hold on to the promises that the word provides that will sustain you each and every day and if you do you'll be like that eagle that is so beautifully described in the book of Isaiah it says but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not be weary they will walk and not grow faint Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.